Welcome to the Horror Hour. My name's Utah. I'm one of the co-hosts here. And normally we discuss, debate, and disagree on all things horror. But today I'm really excited because I recently saw uh, a film um, called Sound of Violence. And I've got the writer and director, Alex Neuer, here with us today. And we'll be actually talking about um, a documentary he's been working on, along with the short that, in well, inspired the feature film and all of that because... Quite frankly, I'm really obsessed with it. Um, one, let's talk about the documentary because I learned so much about 808s. Um, what brought you to that, um, that passion or wanting to look into that? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's great to to talk about all things movies at any time. But the fact is your kind words about my film mean a lot. I really appreciate it. So very happy to be uh, on today. And uh, yeah, so yeah, the, 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 the documentary, five years of my life uh, dedicated to a drum machine. It sounds quite, uh, quite crazy like that, but it's, uh, um, so a little bit of background is that I, I started my production company in London in 2004 and, um, and we were working in every realm of, of uh, fashion, music, brand, corporates, and all that. Um, <laughs> but I grew up very much in the art world. I grew up in, um, you know, my, I'm, the, I'm the son of an artist, and I, my mother is also very much involved in the arts. And so I kind of always kind of, I was surrounded by artists my whole life. And so in 2008, I got the opportunity to interview Julian Schnabel. Uh, and I decided that we're going to make a, a, a short documentary about him. Uh, called The Conversation with Julian Schnabel. And uh, that movie kind of got a lot of traction toward a few art fairs. And, and so from then on, I decided, well, let's keep going with documentaries. And I made a few uh, short docs. And then my first feature, which was New York Influence City about the New York art scene. And after we premiered that in New York uh, at the uh, um, Armory Show, um, we, I just, I, I sat down for a lunch with a buddy of mine, a music producer called Arthur Baker, who is notorious for a lot of huge uh, 80s hit like Planet Rock. And we started to talk about, we were meeting to talk about the script he had, but very quickly we just talked music. And, um, and we started to, to, to talk about Planet Rock and, and a few of the other tracks uh, that involved the 808. And, um, and the TR-808 was, just really at the core of our conversation. And then all of a sudden I, I kind of had a light bulb. I, you know, I had just finished that other movie. I was like, I need something new. So <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna tell the story of the 808. So um, my business partner at the time, Alex Dunn, uh, I, I offered him to direct it and, and then the journey began. And so that was very late 2011. Wow. Uh, that, that we jumped on board this, this uh, journey and we started shooting it uh, in March 2012 uh, in Miami for a uh, winter music conference. And, um, and yeah, we started to realize very quickly that the passion for the 808 runs deep in the music industry. And, uh, and with uh, Arthur's uh, little black book, he has the, everybody's number, we started to get some really, really, really huge names. And, and 
yeah, so we shot this movie over three years. Um, we, wow. we wrapped, the last interview we did was in fact the Beastie Boys uh, who we never thought we would get and last minute we got an opportunity. So we, and that was in Halloween 2014. And, uh, and then it premiered at South by Southwest in 2015. And uh, I was drum machine obsessed. <laughs> I mean, it was very, like I said, I did not know much about it. And so I was very happy to kind of delve into that, that world. And also I didn't realize that it originated in Japan. So I was just like, oh my goodness. Um, that's that's kind of crazy to me. Um, I would like to know then through this process, because uh, eventually you wound up to the conductor and Sound of Violence, what, when did you realize you wanted to do a project where uh, essentially <laughs> sounds kill people or um, kind of compels that out, out of someone? Well, that's, you know, it's a good way. It's like, when do we realize that we're that obsessed with sound that we want to kill people <laughs> with it? Um, I, it, you know, interesting. So after we premiered at South by, um, I, you know, there was a big conversation of how we're going to release the movie. And so for another year, a year and a half, in fact, it took for us to to kind of figure our way. We were working with Atlantic Records. or uh, And anyway, so long story short, we ended up in late 2016 being uh, released on uh, Apple Music. Mm -hmm. And that sort of crowned that five-year journey between tw late 2011 to late 2016. And I was exhausted. I was so tired. I, 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 you know, it was really the peak of my documentary career. And I, and just the thought of trying to replicate that journey was, I, I, I didn't know if I was ready for it. And uh, this is when my, uh, the, the wisest voice I have in my life called my wife, um, uh, turned around to me and she said, you know, maybe it's time that you look at your, at your first passion horror movies. Okay. And, and she said that like, this would be a good time if you're, you you've been talking about switching to narrative and you've been talking about horror movies. Now is the time you just, you know, you're not going to top eight to eight for a while. So just how about you look at that? And, um, and very quickly, I started to get my hands um, on, on or start to write and develop a few stories um, and getting into conversations about it. And, um, and I started to write and I was developing my, actually my first feature at the time, which was an eco thriller, which never happened. Um, and, uh, but in the midst of that, I just kept reminiscing about drum machines. Drum machines, drum machines, drum machines. So when, when the, 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 the other thriller didn't happen, I, took the family on a little beach holiday and we were having a great time. And uh, while on the beach with a glass of wine in my hand and everything being absolutely wonderful, I had a light bulb. I should kill somebody with a drum machine. <laughs> random thought at the random time, but, but, uh, but that thought indeed. And so I came back and, and at the American film market, that was in 2017. I, um, I, uh, I, met uh, Hanu Aokia, uh, who came on board to produce and we, I wrote it, I, um, I made it, I, I tried to make it, give it as much sense as I could. And, mm -hmm. um, and there we were with our six and a half minute of mayhem. And, uh, and uh, it's a, it, it, this little, it's a weird one because it's a, it's a short that starts very, very s slowly introduces characters kind of 
you know, elusively, and then stuff happens that just turn it into into. <laughs> there was a review that that said that uh, the reviewer wrote that it was a Sunday evening. I I um, <laughs> I was sitting down to watch a short somebody sent me a screener for. Six minutes later, I'm gulping at my screen, screaming, "Holy shit!" And I was like, "This is this, that that review is just I'm just I." I I, I guess I did something right in horror. <laughs> it was, I, I loved Alexis in, uh, well, in both versions, I would say, in the in the conductor and in Sound of Violets, but I just love that kind of grabbing, grabbing their coffee, they're kind of upbeat, and you've got that novice, or, well, he, oh, he, he just seems so unsure of himself, and so I just loved as she was coaching, I'm like, something's off here something's gonna happen and my god that ending just oh i was <laughs> like i was not expecting that and then you kind of then have alexis you know in their own little world just dancing and you know i was i was like oh my god this is brilliant and i loved it and it's it was gore. I love gore. I'll be honest, but I just was not expecting to see that, and then to also work with the beats. <laughs> yeah, we 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 decided to turn a human body into a into a musical instrument. <laughs> I I mean I'm I'll put the links down below because I want everyone that it was just so good. I mean that was a wild ride in just six minutes. I was not expecting to go through so many different emotions because, I mean, I was happy for the kid, you know, feeling so sure of himself. And when, the, Oh my God. <laughs> I, you know, the funny thing is, um, the, you know, when, when I suggested to shift uh, the paradigms of, of music and murder and just um, offer to just, you know, to, to, to give somebody um, the opportunity to conduct this musical experiment, hence conductor, and to do it from in such an elusive way. And I'm introducing Alexis in a very simple way. And it's funny because I was, you know, I, I tried to uh, help uh, filmmakers and we have a, I'm part of the horror anthology right now where we coach a lot of writing and um, and I'm, I'm often explaining that in horror, we in, in shorts, we have the ability to not explain everything and to leave little moments of, inf of information that we believe is essential. And so, and, and um, in the, you know, trying to introduce your character is always uh, important. But in this case, I just made it a distilled cup of coffee at the beginning. That's it. And that's, for me, that was the, and, and interestingly, that's, so the, the movie went on to tour many festivals as a short won actually a few awards and I was like I was really unexpected because it was like me dealing with my drum machine demons if you will um <laughs> and 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 but the fact is everybody was asking me about Alexis that's 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 what people were left with this short is one of the most brutal gore shorts that was touring at the time and yet uh, non-horror people were enjoying it and asking about her yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to know more. Now, granted, I had already seen Sound of Violets, but w after watching the short, I was like, I could see why, like, I was, I enjoyed Alexis as the character um, because there was a lot of complexities and just emotions. But man, did I also kind of enjoy Alexis in The Conductor because I felt at that time, it seems like she was in a different headspace um, versus, you know, where we, 
where we see her in Sound of Violence, but I, I did. And the actress who played her and the conductor was just so good, in my opinion. I just... Oh, Kelly is great. Kelly is great. I keep so seeing, charismatic. I keep, seeing, I keep seeing her on TV as well. She's like, she, she pops up in, in, in a lot of things uh, often. No, no, she's great. And she she really, we, you know, it, it was, I, I'm, I've been very lucky. Um, the, the, the character of Alexis um, prompted some amazing performances. And, and it's interesting because obviously the Alexis of the short and the Alexis of the movie are very different. Yes. Um, the treatment is very different. Uh, we couldn't do what we did in the short for 90 minutes. Impossible. It was just too, it was too gore. It was too, it was too brutal. And also the, the dynamic of what worked in the story and the sort of surprise how do we carry that in 90 minutes? So we had to reinvent, um, recontextualize, if you will, the, the character into um, this uh, this character thriller setting that we have in Sound of Violence. But yeah, it's uh, I, I just you know I'm uh, I'm I'm very very lucky um, that uh, uh, my character seems to talk to to amazing people. <laughs> I uh, I mean yeah, and uh, speaking of Alexis, then and let's. Obviously, this is why we're we're talking because I, after watching Sound of Violence, I just uh, as I well we were talking earlier, but I really have been enjoying the subgenre of horror films that are really that are making music. It could either be just the sounds, the beats, or even vocals to now be kind of a starring role or supporting character more. Um, than just something, not that it's bad if you just, because a great score is a great score, but I just, I like it when I, I'm enjoying it when it's becoming part of the story. And um, did you find that to be somewhat challenging to do though um, within a feature? That was the the core of what we transferred from the short to, uh, to, to the feature. Um, this idea of musical experimentation between between using using um, the sounds, the two types of sounds that are familiar in horror, because we know the music is a prominent part of horror, but shifting their paradigms so that we can actually make music with flesh and and make music the weapon, if you will. So, like that, the, the fact is everything we learned by making the short was super useful when we developed the the, the feature, because um, Jakob Maninen, who who did the music in in in, in both. Um, so he, he did it on his own on the on the on the short, but in the feature he was uh, alongside uh, Alexander Burke and Omar El Deeb, and we had also in both um, we had UC Tegelman, the Finnish sound editor, supervising sound editor who works with Sam Raimi regularly, and who is also a musician. So he understands the sounds of gore and the sounds of um, and 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 musical um, rhythmics. So we we just we had those people who were who were already kind of part of the experiment and mm -hmm. and. And so as I wrote, I had people to send my weird ideas to. Um, oh. So I, I was, I was, you know, cause I couldn't just, it couldn't just be a drum machine anymore. So sure. it, 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 it had to be more. I mean, I made sure I had the, 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 the drum machine part was in there but I had to expand. It's a, it's a symphony now. So I need to create all those things together. It, it, listen, this was, you know, a crazy idea that that somehow galvanized absolutely amazing people uh, to whom I'm extremely grateful to make it work. Um, and the fact that Jasmine is a musician herself um, mm -hmm. obviously helped because she had the, she had obviously a deep relationship with the character, but also as a musician, she had an interaction with the setups that were that was you know um, that she read as well musically. 
So, so, and you can see it in, you know, she understands groove in that mm -hmm. way. And, and so, yeah. Oh, well, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, I, I hadn't, I never knew what, uh, and I'll probably butcher this word, but synesthesia, mm -hmm. I believe I never actually knew what that was until after seeing this and then um, researching that, because I also found that was very unique in terms of, uh, you know, when I guess as um, an audience, as an audience member, being able to actually also visualize that was actually quite nice. Um, and it certainly added more of, um, I would say, uh, emotional stakes in terms of now I can see why, you know, well, I, I always wonder which would I, you know, be more upset with, you know, the loss of sight or the loss of um, hearing. And I would probably say it's the loss of hearing just because, again, I love music and I, I just, I really kind of enjoyed how you displayed that. Um, and I guess, obviously, as, as the story goes on, um, and we see that um, Alexis is really experimenting, um, did you, as the writer, uh, kind of have fun with, the, uh, with some, of, I guess, the contraptions or the way that she would um, elicit those sounds? To... Yeah, I, I mean, first, first and foremost, um, just going back at the beginning of your question on on synesthesia, I just we needed to formulate a visual way for the audience to capture her motivation, mm -hmm. and that is where sounds are tricky because the the reaction to sound is such a it's a, it's a moment that we can capture, of course, with performances and, and stuff, but, but we feel that sometimes the audience needs a bit more to really kind of get invested in it. And, yes. and, and uh, so in a conversation with Hannu Aokia, we were talking about visual motivation and, and we discussed synesthesia. And synesthesia was, a, you know, again, I, I researched it. I did, uh, like everything in this movie, everything is actually quite heavily researched. Like, for example, the fact that, you know, the difference between loss of hearing and deafness, because these are two different journeys and, um, and two different conditions. But that as well, we were we were we had to figure out what synesthesia um, entailed enough to know whether or not we could use it. So mm -hmm. we and, and in research, we realized that actually, first of all, synesthesia is very different from one person who has it to another. Yes. Um, and, you know, it is debatable whether it is a condition or an ability to experience sound in a different dimension and um and yeah so we got to then create this visual language uh, of lights and color um initially inspired by northern lights because you know I'm, I'm finished so i guess thinking northern lights came naturally and creating this environment that cocoons um uh jasmine into her moments no matter what the distraction she's causing to really ground her into into music that's mm -hmm. all that matters to her so yeah. that's that was the important thing is creating that motivation to really show that she that to really mark the fact that her motivation is not about it's not blood, it's sound, and um, and as far as the, the 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 you know representing loss of hearing again you know with that with that being being um, her stakes and and the possibility of losing it again we felt that it if it was all you had especially on the back of the trauma she experienced. Yes. It, that's all, she, like that night, that fateful first night that we sh shoot in the movie, 
she lost lost everything and then got given one thing back mm -hmm. wouldn't wow. you hold on to that thing above all else that i did not think of it like that and absolutely yes yes i would so this is what hearing means to her wow and so this is where the journey afterwards, and especially in her later years, when, when she is threatened with the loss, that this sound, the, the synesthesia that is specific to the sounds of brutal um, violence has to mean so much because it is her, it's the way she feels alive, if you will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so the, the moment the threat of the loss became, um, yeah, and again, you know, with research, you know, because we, we wanted to, to cover that properly. We, we spoke to, 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 to various, we had a consultant on set and everything to know, okay, how, how, do, we, how do we do this right? Uh, because it's, so first of all, understanding the difference between deafness and loss of hearing, mm -hmm. and then picturing it appropriately. And I actually read some comments about some people um, from uh, the community who just praised us for trying to get it right. And some others who assumed that it was deafness and therefore, criticized the, 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 the fact that um, Camilla, who plays young Jasmine, and her mother are not very good at signing. And I said, well, she lost her hearing late. Mm -hmm. This is all. So the fact is, is that somebody who is born deaf will, will have, that's all they have. So their, uh, their ability starts very early on. If you learn mm -hmm. it late, you will never be as proficient. So that clumsiness was actually on purpose because that's what made it authentic. We also asked, should we cast uh, a, a, an actress who is, who, who, who cannot hear or, and said, don't, because she's not deaf. And so again, sorry, I'm, I'm expanding on no, that. No, I really, it, I, that's I, fascinating. And um, wow, it just makes it more authentic because yeah, no, that's. We push because we, you know, the, the, the thing is like, is that, you know, we, and this is what sometimes there's a, there's a sense that horror trivializes things. But mm -hmm. when, when we address trauma and we address this, we actually, we delve deep to make it, to try to get it right. Um, you know, and, and it's, it, it's interesting because it's also greatly rewarding as a journey for me because I'm writing this story from the outside in. And obviously it demands from me the certain rigor in, in my, in my, uh, representation of it, and I just yeah, I, I, everything I learned and everything I, I I could potentially put on screen was was uh, done with the greatest respect. Wow, I mean, it shows. I I will say, uh, obviously, it's still a horror, but I will say I was kind of well, not kind of. I was emotionally gutted because you actually also showed something that I personally would that the fear that I had for Alexis as you know also during this journey she's still kind of struggling with her music creatively and so when as she's already experimented at this point and she's you know displaying it to the class and they are just well they're not having it and then like one she's somewhat crushed and then obviously the hearing at that point going in and out and then i i mean my heart was racing so what's going to happen now um i would like to know what um what it was like on set that day it that was just a very emotional and impactful scene in my opinion 
we we had it we had a few moments of of, of deep emotion um uh on set um interestingly the scene the classroom scene was not written that way initially oh it had it technically she was lose she was supposed to to lose her hearing after Ooh. but but i i just we just felt that again you know this is her moment of saying hey this is something i've done this is like mm -hmm. you know and and yet she has met with backlash and loses her hearing like she has like it's almost like she she sees the violence of of the reaction and cannot react to it anymore mm -hmm. and this scene was so pivotal in turning turning the screw on her motivation mm -hmm. that that we just decided that this way was more intense and this is a great thing about about having a performer like jasmine is that even in the previous version which was more chatty there was more mm -hmm. more interaction with the students we 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 just we always had this this real sense of loss um as far as alexis characters from jasmine because she's she has an ability to act with her eyes that is just second yes. to none and and so in that moment the way she was looking at the students was always so on point that we had the material to really make it to make it about that because that's what that's all she's there she can't hear them but she can see them so she sees the rage yeah and she can all, and so anyway th this moment was we just just turned it up to 11 with the with the, the 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 concentration of the of the moment and i um you know every moment on set has been a joy to shoot mm -hmm. and it's true that this one this one uh, was was a fun day it was a complicated day because you know a lot of students a lot of things a lot of, you know it's a lot going on um you know we were obviously shooting every class day uh on the same uh run and so it was it was tricky. It was really tricky, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. And again, with somebody like Jasmine in the middle of it, you know, everything was a joy. Um, I also want to praise also uh, Lily Simmons as well, um, because I really enjoyed that while we still obviously have Alexis on her journey, we also have her roommate kind of what I felt like was somewhat grounding her, even though she was unwillingly participating in these acts that she was unaware of you know lily um first of all lily and jasmine the first time they met clicked like clicked and it was obviously great because they were about to play the best friends so you needed to have that connection so that was great lily is an actress i've been following for a long long time i've been hoping to work with her for a long time and so i was so happy and lucky that we got her on this and and she is she is the audience she is the audience she is she is the closest to the audience's experience as possible because they're very close to alexis seeing everything but not knowing everything and then this whole thing unravels you you have a sense of of um of the audience is like okay so marie is is us yes okay and and um and the, the interesting thing about that is that again you know and you know bearing my i've been a producer for 17 years but this was my feature debut as a director I, being blessed with such level of acting is, you know, it makes my job easier, but it also, um, it helps my, um, 
like how far we can push each situation to really and and you know english is not my first language so mm-hmm. lily and jasmine both helped took the time to just you know we were sharing notes and just trying to make the dialogue feel a little bit more natural more on like they would say that kind of thing and okay. and and she really warmed to the to the character of marie to make her not never a passenger in this story despite everything she doesn't know mm-hmm. um and you know the fact that the fact that she you know on the back of the gallery she still comes and and, and wants to address this thing about it. it just you have those moments like again at the forefront of her mind there's this complex relationship of friendship um and 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 all this as well in 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 in, in effect makes also the presence of duke james jagger all the more important because this is it's the weird triangle but if it's like a triangle if we let one side of that of it down it all collapses so um i i again i'm just i'm so grateful to to, to those three they just they, they just pushed it and they understood it and they just and they really committed to the relationships of those characters to make it to make it work and I, and i'm i'm just you know as i said lucky I, I we won't. Well, I mean, obviously, I'll put on here too that we're we're kind of talking spoilers, and I, I hope everyone that I will continue to say, please go see this movie. But um, I um, that ending, which I'll I'll just try and be as ambiguous, but wow, because uh, that was gut wrench. That was actually gut wrenching in terms of because you could certainly see as, as we're going through the movie, obviously. As, as you had mentioned, you know, ja- or Alexis is trying to hold on to that one thing and at all costs. So even those that mean the most to her or love, I, the goal is to always hold on to that one thing. So to have everything in the final act just um, in a sense like the dominoes fall like that was, I was not expecting that, um, to well, be honest. Think, think about the, uh, the, the, the contrast between the beginning and the end. At the beginning, she loses everything and gets one thing back. At the end, she 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 thinks she's got everything, and we take away the one thing that matters. Yes, I. It, it's the, the, cool. the interesting thing about the, the the interesting thing about this this dichotomy is that is that it also reminds people that the journey, because um, you know, it's a naturally it's a divisive movie, which is normal, which is due to its genre and its topic yeah. and subject matter and everything. But and the ending is similarly divisive because it is a committed ending. It's not just a flimsy, you know, whatever. It's just you know. <laughs> yeah, no, um, there was no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I so I I love the fact that people, you know, in fact, actually, what my my first meeting was James uh, Jagger. He told me that what, he read the script and it was like he was in all of the script. But he said to me, he he got mad at me for the ending. And I loved it because, because, in in essence of everything for him as well, it's just like you know. Um, but the 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 interesting thing about about that ending, without spoiling it, is that is that it is it is a combination of of everything that Alexis has put into her own journey as well, and it's sure. it's a it's a very. Um, it's it's meant to also anger as much as it's meant to 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 to, 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 to because it it's not that I'm I'm trying to shock or I'm trying to do no I'm just saying I'm just saying I so a lot of people will 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 have asked me are you expecting us to sympathize with her and I said no 
I'm not I'm not asking you to sympathize with her. I'm just saying, just listen to her, see what she does, try to understand her, not forgive her. She does unspeakable things. But oh, absolutely. And, and, I... and that, that that ending that ending, it, what is interesting to, to see is to see everything that is uh, that is gained and lost in, in that really weird mayhemy moment. I yeah no I I will say I I I think there was the only the classroom scene probably is where I, I sympathized with her but everything else I mean I felt for her but it, at the end of the day she's still a killer so I'm like, <laughs> Ugh. Um, but I think part of that though I could totally see was also Jasmine's performance like it was hard not to um, I. In my mind, I was just rooting the entire time, but I'm like, ah, you're still, you're still very bad. But I get it. <laughs> I was like, ah. yeah. um, the other thing that uh, I also was uh, one of my favorite things is while you still have this complex and emotional journey or story, I loved the bits of gore. Well, there's actually one scene in particular, but uh, the this was this movie is gory. And it, 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 that satisfies me to my core. <laughs> I would and like- here's to... the answer. Here's the answer to that. <laughs> it's not as gory as you think. And I, I'm serious about this. A lot of people feel at the end of the day that they've seen a lot more than they have. And I'm gonna send you to the short. Oh, that's true. I, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a measuring tool. And then, and then, and then, and then the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 you look at Sound of Violence, it's just, the experience is so, oh, so much going on with the, you know, especially with the synesthesia that we actually perhaps see, think we see more than we do. And, and, and mm. also remember whose perspective we're always on. That's actually, oh, man. Hmm. I can't wait to rewatch this again now. I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> I, uh, I watched the short multiple times a day just because I, <laughs> really enjoy it and it's um thank you but huh that that puts things into a different perspective i will have to i just keep thinking of the um studio scene because i thought i mean was not expecting that i mean i thought something was going to happen but well revisit it with the and look at look at the camera work oh man oh that's exciting that's exciting for me as a um, a viewer. I I'm, I will do that actually. Um, I guess bearing in mind as well where it is in the movie, uh, and this is I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this comment spoiler free. But think about where we are in the movie and the just a pivotal moment that we that we have, and look at the perception changing between. Wow. The, between be, between pre classroom and after classroom, and then and then and I'll just you know I'll leave it at that. Ooh. yeah it's it, it's a it's a lot of it, like, it, it it's funny because because um you know it's it's you know we were limited obviously in resources we had we didn't have everything possible to do and you know and therefore there are of course some shortcomings in this film that i'll completely own up to um but 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 the one thing that we have is uh is like okay i'm going to make myself sound a bit pompous now but this <laughs> my favorite my, my favorite quote um from from kubrick is I, I don't always know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And, and, and meanwhile, my crew says that I always, I'm very clear about what I want. So make of that what you wish. And, uh, and, and just, uh, there's a lot of things that are very intent intentional there. And also there's a lot of Easter eggs. Oh, 
I am this actually just makes it more enjoyable now in terms of I love rewatching films, um, especially if I enjoy them. And this is a film that I'm looking forward now to revisit because I will pay Thank attention you. to that because, huh, I think honestly, um, the first, obviously the, the first time that I watched it though, I, I mean, I picked up on a few things, but I will say, I, I think I was just so in tuned with um, Alexis that I, I guess I kind of had some blinders on and didn't pay attention to maybe I was kind of like Alexis and I didn't pay attention to the surroundings as I was solely focused on Alexis. And to be honest, every time there was a pivotal uh, moment in the film that centered around music, like I was, I would say I would probably hyper-focused then because that was, uh, I will then ask, uh, as you stated, you wanted to, you know, you couldn't just have, um, I guess in the short, you have that one kill, but in this you have different ways. And um, I would say the one that I found the most clever because I, I also didn't see that coming, um, just the harp situation and how that, where, <laughs> I have to ask, where did you come up with some of these um, designs or you, you just, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry that, that, that my experimentation is fine i haven't found the body i mean maybe that's all that matters um but... no it, it, it's um you know what it's it's interesting because again you know i had a deep relationship with with drum machines obviously because of the documentary so my understanding as well there's a logic to the idea of the violence of beats you know it's kind of mm -hmm. um it's i didn't have to to sort of explain that one uh too much um because Again, yeah, it's uh, they, they know you know a lot of people know my my eight oh eight documentaries, so I just like there's a sense to, to that part of the madness. But after that, I was like, okay, but how do I make other murders and potentially upstage it? Yeah, and um, and so I had to delve into into my my uh, my notepad and uh, and my web browser and um, <laughs> and uh, and just go through in instruments that I liked and see if I could turn their core functionality in something gruesome. pretty gruesome yeah, yeah. and it, it's it it's it's a weird one because yeah of course i'm challenging what the reality of their functionalities are but that's fine <laughs> i'm just like this is, i'm not here to say well no this could totally happen i'm just saying i'm just saying it's like you know we're using things if we extrapolate what is at the core of those instruments what would be terrifying about it and um and uh and and yeah, I, I had a lot of fun, and uh, and it's also the the funny what the the ones that didn't make the movie, uh, that I that 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 uh, there was one in particular that was huge. It was just there was supposed to be the finale, and I hated it as the ending. I love it as a gag, but I just didn't like it as a, as the finale because I, I um and I just didn't find it um right. Um, and I uh, but so yeah, I have this one big contraption that I have written up that um that um if anybody's crazy enough to to ask me to make a sequel or to prepare one or to write <laughs> one um i probably will will start with that one um but the um wow. the interesting the, the interesting thing is that is that um you know talking about the finale is that i i, I felt like you know again every murder that I was creating was supposed to be its own art piece like it, it was for me in my oh, mind it was like okay. I, I was like i was like creating those as installation art 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and the 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 and and for the finale to work, I you know I I just couldn't go with something that went necessarily along with everything. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, all I'm just going to say is that final scene came to me in a dream. And, uh, and I, 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 I was very frustrated with the ending. As I said, I had this elaborate contraption that was ending the movie and I just felt it was stupid. I, not the contraption, I love it, as I said, but it, just, it, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't work, work as the ending. And, okay. and, and, and um, uh, I wanted to have a more meditative sense of, of the meaning of the film uh, at the end. And so in the middle of the night, I had this vision. Uh, and um, the next morning I sketched it up and, uh, and I sent it to uh, to Hano Aokia and to uh, Robert Bravo, who does my special effects. And I sent him, it's like, this is what I just saw. And um, needless to say that uh, I've, I've had them worried a few times and this 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 one was definitely up there. <laughs> I, uh, you know, again, I, I definitely uh, will urge a lot of people to see this just because um, it, I felt it to be, um, again, I think within um, movies now, I think originality is sometimes we're, we're losing that because we, not that there's problem with sequels, because I still love my sequels as well and all at least big movies, but I do feel that sometimes we don't get, um, like, I, I, I would have loved to have seen this on the big screen. I, I truly just, uh, that sound system and just all of that. Um, but this is definitely a hidden gem that I think everyone. I concur. I, I mean, you know, we 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 had a, obviously with COVID, everything was kind of, um, so we had a limited theatrical um, here in LA and um, in a couple of other markets. But you know, it was very limited due to the fact that we were, you know, and the world was barely reopening at the time, and there was still a lot of unknowns, and people were certainly not going to the movies in a rush. Um, oh, sure. But meanwhile, uh, and also we were doing festivals remotely because we premiered at South by virtually. We went to uh, to. Uh, to Beef, to Fantasche Poa, to, to a whole bunch of them virtually. And then the first one that we had in person was uh, in uh, late August, um, Frankfest in London. And they gave my movie their biggest screen and their biggest system, their IMAX screen. Oh, And wow. so I sat there and I saw the, because I was waiting for the Q&A and I mean, I saw the beginning and stuff, but I just... Uh, then I had to, we had two screens uh, happening concurrently. So I went to watch the opening, which was very satisfying. But then I went to open the other screening. And then I went back and watched the end of the movie on this huge screen. And I was there, like, I was quite, I, I was at the front, but it, there's a huge distance between the screens. So I was like, just like that, laying back, watching up. And, and I had, you know, especially in that, I, I, it's funny how that end scene always brings tears to my eyes. But then I was like, like just watching it that, that big, I was, I was just, I, I was really, really emotional. Um, and the sound system made it really like it was, it was loud. It was really sort of, yeah, it's a, it's a movie that uh, unfortunately, I, I, maybe in other circumstances, more people would have had the chance to watch it in the theaters. Um, we just, but just to, to, to continue with our luck with that, uh, we, we just had a na- nationwide release in Finland, um, which was very exciting because we just finished our, our, um, our festival tour uh, in, in, in Helsinki in Finland. And it was, and Jasmine got to finally come along to a festival. And I it, was saw. In my, it was in my home, you know, my home country and everything. Oh. And then, and, and that was great. And then I thought we'd get our nationwide uh, theatrical 
and the government shuts down the theaters. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was clearly because of my film, because obviously it was, yeah. <laughs> it, was uh, it was because of, of, of the surge in COVID. It, it was just like, oh my God, like this is um it, it's a funny thing, but 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 that about it that aside, it's just um we got to do a few festivals in person and that was great. You know, we I Bright Fest, uh Sitches, uh yeah, Night Visions in Helsinki and um and and that for me was always um that's always different because this movie watching it in in a theater with an audience so it's a different thing when you premiere a movie virtually because obviously people tend to be distracted double screen blah, blah. Oh, you, put sure. them in a, you watch my movie in sat down in a theater um and you can munch on your popcorn because i'll be louder than that <laughs> <laughs> i i will tell you this was this is a movie i didn't want to take my eyes off of so it had my full attention for because the opening was also jarring I wasn't expecting again that's why this film was just so good there was just so many unexpected things happening but Thank then so much. Uh, again there were times that you could certainly relate um to the characters and i do also just because we talk about diversity representation i and this is why i also am a fan of jasmine because she is queer and what is openly playing like these queer roles so i was happy to see that and it was very natural it didn't like it was just to me it was beautiful like i was just so happy to see that i appreciate so. it i really do and and i and you know and this is i tried to write this script with an open mind um of questions essentially because you know i'm telling the story of a queer black woman i need to write it with open question and then when i got to meet jasmine she met me the rest of the way, if you will. She she brought her authenticity to make sure that 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 first of all, she was very happy that the movie had no stereotypes or cliches. Exactly. But, yes. But she also that you know that was obviously great to hear the, on our first meeting. And um, but then then on top of that, she we constantly made sure that 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 she felt that that the representation was was correct. And also what she really liked, which also matters to me, is that she is a queer black woman, but that has nothing to do. I'm not I'm not correlating that with why she's killing. Oh, I know it. it that's it's just that's who she is. Mm -hmm. So uh, actually, Jasmine put it very well in uh, saying that, you know, we just you know, she's she's just a tortured artist and a killer. Yeah. It's, and that's and, and but, but the, the, the identity is just. You know, the, the fact is when I'm writing, I'm writing characters that come to my mind and I like to embrace the identity that they have when they when they come to my mind, the same way as like, you know, I travel the world, I live I live with myself a very sort of international life. So I, I, I get to meet lots of people. And so that I'm meeting lots of people means that my, my scripts are gonna benefit from that because I'm not gonna necessarily try to just um, be linear about it. I'm gonna try to remember somebody I met somewhere and just how, and you know, and, and I just, I feel I feel I feel it's um, it's good and I'm, it's, the fact that Jasmine is just blowing up right now is amazing. I love it. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of her. Um, she I've seen Scream and uh, and I've seen Yellow Jackets and um, <laughs> and uh, and occasionally we get mentioned as a subtext. Like by the way, she's also in this. Um, but she is. But the fact is, is that all those three projects um, embrace who she is, and yep. uh, and and she's. She's first and foremost a fantastic actress. Fantastic. Yes. She's just awesome. And then on top of that, the fact that the roles, you know, give her a sense of, of 
comfort and, and being seen. And she very kindly posted at the end of our shoot that she had never felt so safe and and um, and seen on, on a set as she had on our, on ours. And I just I'm 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 extremely grateful because, you know, we try. We we sure as hell try. And and uh, and um, well, if it gets me to work with people like Jasmine, I'm just a very very lucky person. It came across, like I said, for me, it's, it was nice to see it. There weren't like stereotypes or tropes. And honestly, it, that wasn't, at, that wasn't the story. It just like in life, it was just, it, it just felt natural. And so I, you know, I mean, if you ever need a, you know, fat, gay, bearded Asian, you can call me, but I, I will say, I, I just, I, I love Jasmine, but I just enjoyed this story because it felt just authentic. And I think you did a Thank great you job. So much. Um, Thank you so much. I think all that the actors in this were phenomenal. Um, and I also want to shout out because I really also still enjoyed the um, the police woman. I mean, I was like... Tessa Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Fuentes. I mean, she had her work cut out for her. Let me let me just say that. Um, it's a, it's a, you know creating the police dynamic in that story was about trying to see, you know, with 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 sort of the magnitude and pace of the creativity of of Alexis that we couldn't have a police that was sort of always figuring things out. It's too quick, mm -hmm. and you know it all like. I mean, the fact is the planning for, for Alexis started a long time. That's why we had this moment where she looks under the tarp and, and she has those things ready to go. Her urgency as she's losing her hearing is just to go, go, go. Yes. There's no police in the world that could catch up with us. Like, of course, this is, this <laughs> is, yeah, of course, it's her, done it, it's her, the end. No, I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to have a police that just, there was as taken aback as the audience, you know? Um, very true. And, and, and I just, and yeah, we, you know, we wanted her to be able to recognize the basics of music and maybe find a correlation into this. But the, the, uh, the, the, interesting, the interesting dynamic with um, uh, a police playing catch up in this situation is just, and even her collective points throughout are very serendipitous because it's still so absurd to her um, that I had fun with that. Really enjoyed it. So, well... Um, I just, well, actually, I do have two, a couple final questions. One, what do you hope that um, your audience gets from this film? Like you said, I guess I didn't think of it as divisive, but it's interesting to hear that. So what do you hope that audiences um, take away from this film? I hope they tap along and feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Uh, I think I think I want them to to um, see her as an artist first and foremost, not a killer. She's not the, the, a typical serial killer. She's an artist. She is, um, you know, obviously with a, with the depths of trauma of everything that goes with it. But the, the 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 just see her as an artist. Understand her artistic motivation in the midst of it. That's that's what I'm hoping. I'm not asking you to like it. I'm not asking you to 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 go along with it. But just understand. That this is artistic creativity, and creativity is naturally naturally destructive. That is just something that I I really greatly believe in, because you always have to displace something in order to create something new. So you just it's it's, um, and so that's one thing which I I do hope that the audiences um, get into. Um, and the second part is, I just want I just hope people to 
to see how many fresh concepts there are available in indie horror. I'm not mm. saying that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prime example. I'm just saying I'm one of many. We are, the indie horror community is, is wide and they just need to be helped and championed and supported because, you know, we don't get necessarily, we, we don't make the, you know, horror saves the box office time and time again. I mean, right now, Scream is obviously top, top of the box office, but also movies like ours, which are more experimental, indie horror filmmakers or mad scientists trying to innovate and, and advance cinema. And I just, I just hope that people just uh, with movie like ours um, get to, you know, give it a chance, give, give a chance to indie horror because we, there, there's some really crazy stories to tell. Even though they have flaws, that's okay. We're not supposed to be, we don't have the budget not to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like, you know, it's just like, give me the full budget I was hoping for. Um, and, and I'll outperform I'll, I'll every Marvel movie on the, on the but no, just, it's actually, actually somebody said that uh, this was the, the origin story of a supervillain. I mean, that's, that's not a bad take. I like it. I, I like this idea. I like it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to explore that. I mean, if you tell me that we're going to get a sequel because of that, I would love to see that. <laughs> I, I, you know, um, I haven't been uh, approached yet for a sequel. I hope somebody will, uh, but because uh, there is a there is an idea, there is a, a, a there's a there's a story. Oh, that's exciting. Um, but uh, but uh, and it's very different. Um, it's like kind of you know it's because it we we obviously build a universe, and the, the funny thing is to also shift that universe on its head. So, you know, anybody anybody who wants to 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 uh, get into that knows where to find me. <laughs> I mean. I like that idea. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I guess then what I, my final question then before I wrap up then is uh, speaking of indie horror or just horror in general, has there been anything um, this past year that um, just either, I mean, because I think there was a lot, there was many, we had a lot of great um, properties come out, but what surprised you or what were you just, yeah, what surprised you the most this past year? Um, well, first of all, I think it's been a great year for horror. I think yeah. um, there were some really, really great titles. Um, I think probably one of my favorite might be Censor. Um, I think Prano is going to be a superstar. I think she is just, I mean, you know, every time I get featured in the same list as her, I feel like. Oh. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> um, and I got to meet her and she's great. And, um, and you know, I, I, I feel that uh, I also, I think um, we, you know, in the, the realm of horror and comedy, it's very hard to mix genres. It's really, really, really complicated. It's hard to sell as well, but it's, yeah. it's tricky. And I think we had a great example with Josh Rubin's uh, Werewolves uh, Within. Of, uh, it's, it's just, uh, you know, I, and, and I, I saw it at Tribeca and, and, and I got to meet Josh and yeah. I hope somebody gives him uh he's a dark man remake oh my gosh i think that I, I see him tweet about it all the time and i'm like that would be amazing because we haven't seen dark man in forever i would love to see his take because werewolves within was just oh that was so was much just, fun and i'll leave you with one more thing i you know i think um in 2021 another thing that was good for horror was actually not it's not about a movie it's not about it's about the horror community i think um, with platforms like Clubhouse, we kind of really came together and got to to um, make uh, great connections and conversations around horror. 
Um, and, you know, uh, out of it, for example, so, you know, I run a room on, on, on most Mondays lately. It's been most disruptive because I've had a lot going on, but called From Short to Feature, trying to give advice about short filmmaking to feature filmmaking and, and pointers on that. And as well, I'm part of the Clubhouse of Horror and we just connect. So my buddy Jed um, and Sebastian, so Jed Shepard and Sebastian Bazil and stuff, we, we, we just, we um, try to create things and opportunities and platforms to discuss. And and Sebastian actually created a horror anthology um, out of Clubhouse. It was writers he found on Clubhouse. Um, and wow. uh, it, it's called Symphony and that, that's coming out uh, later this year. Um, and because of that moment, which was he recruited them in a conversation, they had a writer's room and people sent him a few scripts. Um, he then came back and asked us to jump on board along with uh, Josh Stolberg, you know, one of the writers of, of uh, Spiral and, and Jigsaw, um, or the writer of, of Spiral and Jigsaw and many other uh, horror movies. Uh, Jed is on board and, and, and uh, you know, we, we did a contest. We uh, asked writers from Clubhouse to send us scripts and we got 700 scripts to read and within that, and then we picked 10. And so in 2021, we got to get this off the ground. And now, now this year in 2022, we're, it's going into production and we're gonna change the life of uh, 10 filmmakers and storytellers by giving them something that we were, we've all been kind of pushing for for ourselves when we were getting our films off the ground. It's like here, we're gonna get them their short films, part of this anthology that's gonna um, go far and wide and highlight the, 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 the breadth and, and creativity in the horror uh, community. And uh, we're very, very excited. Some of the stories that we've picked are absolute killer. And so many actually uh, people who were who are in the top 10 or some that who aren't, we are actually already working with on, on other things. So we got to discover some amazing talent and, and from, from everywhere around the world. And, and yeah, we're very proud. And again, so that's one thing which I'll say about the horror community that's in 2021. We're each other. <laughs> I think that's we, amazing. We, we, yeah, we love championing each other and uh, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm extremely proud of being part of this and uh, and uh, and I will help everybody uh, that I can when I can in the right things and well for now we have I'm I'm trying to help those filmmakers and and um, and a few others around and uh, yeah I, again it's it's just it was humbling to be part of it to be asked to be part of it but also the qualities of the stories we were sent. I'm really excited. I mean, one, I will say, um, as somebody new to the realm of podcasting and um, reviewing, uh, just all that, I would say the horror community is probably one of the best. Um, and so to hear that, that's really awesome. Also, just that means there, there's just so much talent out there. And so it's really great to hear that you all are giving a voice to new creators. I, I'm excited for that. And and you know, and I can tell you the the the, the horror world is diverse. It's it, the stories are come from everywhere. They all tap into many cultures, many backgrounds, many stories, many individuals. And it's just, and this is what's going to make horror so so good. As it you know, horror is a it is not a trend. It's it's a constant of things because we always get put aside as the weirdos. But fundamentally, um, we also are the creators and the mad scientists. And I can tell you, like all those amazing diverse voices that have come to us with those amazing stories. We can't wait to just elevate them and just do everything we can to champion them because man, they're good. They're so like good. One of the best reviewed films this past year, which I get annoyed because obviously horror gets no awards love period, in my opinion, um, was Titan. I mean, 
Yeah. How could I not mention Titan? I'm half French as well. So <laughs> that that's my that's my little um, <laughs> my French. I was so happy because it was in, as well. Remember, Titan is not just a genre piece that went into genre festivals. It's Cannes. It was in Cannes. Oh, it, was like, you know, it... it was just so big and it was just so and it's just like and but 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 I mean, she's fantastic. I I, I don't know if you've seen uh, Raw, uh, her previous movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that which was is, something else. Cool. That was so incredible. Such an incredible, and she, and she she manages to to turn intimacy into tension and and turn all those personal journey, and she creates those setups which she has really committed herself, and she creates the oh my I mean Titan was a journey Titan was definitely a journey and uh, and I, I'm all the love it's getting in awards and everything it's it it's deserved <laughs> it's very absolutely much deserved. I, it's so. It's so awesome to see. And it I kept telling everyone, like, you guys, I could tell you kind of the synopsis of this story, but I promise you, the <laughs> acting, the st- like everything was just so good. And I think horror this past year has probably been some of the best um, in a while, because one, if it's at least not part of the conversation, because, you know, Malignant was very divisive, which is a shame because I thought it was so good and so camp. So much fun. <laughs> Isn't it fun to see to see somebody as established as, as James Wan going, hey, everybody, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Cool? Cool. Done. I loved it. I it's mean, so unapologetic. That film is just unapologetic. It's like, you know what? Just fight across the cop, cop station. Done. And I just, I, I mean, it's the dream of every filmmaker to reach a moment in your career when you go like, so this is my script. And if you don't like it, I don't care. But I'm going to do it. Cool. And, and just that he got given the means and, the, and, and, and even in his interviews, he's like, yeah, I just, I just had fun with it. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> like reaching a moment where you get given, essentially, the, the, you get the keys and say, you know, you know that very nice car there? Do whatever the hell you want with it. <laughs> and Malignant is like, of course, Malignant is not perfect. It was never meant to be. It's, it's a trip. It's supposed to be like oh it's, it's, it's him. It's him putting out there something that's just like okay. Well, you know what? Every no, just there's no rules. We're just gonna have fun. And and if you watch it like that, it's you know in a way, you know I'll say because um, because many people said Malignant is a great double play with my film, and I'm like I I, I love that because if you watch those two, these are two movies that you need to watch with the handbrake off. Don't think about it too much. Don't, don't try to over-rationalize. Just go with their journey. I need you to go through the journey of Alexis with mine. And I need you to go with, with, with her journey in Malignant. And just, just go with it. Just see where it takes you. And just try to... Because we are so um, critical of what we watch. Try to always rationalize it as we watch it. That sometimes sometimes it's like, you know... Um, I said something yesterday in the... Um, and this is in the documentary about mental health and horror. Is that... The, I don't remember watching a bad horror movie as a kid. And this is not because I didn't watch bad horror movies. <laughs> Hell, I watched a lot of movies that I watched later. Going, oh, but I was not here to judge. I was there to have fun. And yep. that's, that's, what, that's what movies like Malignant and mine, um, you know, give you. And, um, and I just, uh, I, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. So every time I, 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 I was, I was um, asked, 
you know, would you play your movie alongside Malignant? I'm like, hell yeah. And add Bliss to the trio and then have, have a very good evening. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that much time tonight, but I will tell you, you just gave me an idea for a double feature and I'm really excited um, because I love both films and the idea, man, I'm just gonna go make some popcorn. I mean, that's actually not a bad idea. Oh, that's, that's the other double play. Bliss Sound of Violence is another, you know, uh, double play. A triple play works better because you watch you watch all the <laughs> like you know. But as you said, that's a six-hour commitment. So. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I could do that uh, five this hours, weekend five though. Hours, right? I mean, five it's hours. four and a half hours. But it, it'd be worth it because. Hmm. Either way, I, I would also like to say I'm very humbled and honored that uh, you took time out of your day to speak with uh, speak with me because this was really fun and it was great hearing about the film uh, and just hearing, well, it's also great to uh, when you get to meet filmmakers, but then you find out uh, just what you're doing for the horror community. I got to say, that's fantastic. And I also that you're a part of the mental health and horror documentary, because I can't wait for that to be completed as well. I got, I just, I got emotional. I got emotional during the interview. You I know, mean, I'm kind of getting like, a little misty. I just talked of uh, just hearing your passion for horror, what you're giving back to the community. And I, my gosh, just stand up, dude, in my opinion. So, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. I mean, I mean, this this has been so much fun, and I'm uh, you know I'm very I'm very glad you reached out because uh, because you know as I said I saw your excitement about the film and and there's nothing I love more than just to have a talk like that I'm excited to, you know chat about this film that is not um, you know it's a it's a it's an unusual film so so I I, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, well, it, it it's just done. I thought it was done so well. It's definitely one of my favorites of this past year. Um, I. I actually need to go download the soundtrack now that I'm thinking about it because I would like to listen more to that as well. Uh, yeah, I, we, we haven't released it, but I can, I, like, oh. I, I think I, like, I, you know, the funny thing is because it's so specific to the story and it's, in a way, you listen mm. to it, it's, it's, it's so specific that it's just hard to, to, um, to imagine um, how, but we actually have been recently now approached for, uh, to, to release it. So it might come soon. <laughs> I mean, I would buy it. I really would. I, um, <laughs> it's... And, uh, I mean, I might, you know, with my music uh, uh, industry sort of background, I, I, um, I'd like to see it remixed. Ooh, oh, that would be really good. I, <laughs> so, that, so who knows, maybe for the, for, you know, as we approach the, the year, the one year anniversary of the release, maybe that's something we'll put out there, a remix contest or something. Oh, that, that, you heard, that, you heard that, it first, people. I, you heard it first. That gets me so excited. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I, again, lately, like I said, music and horror has just been so good this past year. Oh my goodness. Well, I, again, Alex, I, I, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, if my I had pleasure. my other co-host here, they'd be like, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But honestly, I'm just so like blown away by this was Truly wonderful. I want people to go see this. If you have Showtime, it's on Showtime. If not, I believe it's on video on demand, or you could just yeah, it's on it. all the all the digital stores. And if you're not in the US, it's out right now in the UK as well. All digital stores and streaming on Sky, and it's out in Korea. It's out Ooh. in Finland. It's out in Sweden. It's out in a whole bunch of countries. But anyway, so just you know, look it up, and and if it's not out in your country, just just riot. 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially the French. We're not out in front. We're not out in France. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yes, it's it's out there. Go watch it. I promise you, you will have a I have a feeling now, as we've talked about it, everyone's going to have a different emotional experience with it, but uh, the journey is amazing. So thank you. Um, and with that, I will just say goodbye. And again, thank you. Thank you so much. This was great fun. You have been listening to the Horror Hour. See you next time.